Well, uh, as we embark on the journey that is this prayer gathering, um, I wanted to, to take the time as we gather to teach on prayer. Uh, if we're going to be praying together for one another, uh, it would be helpful probably to ask what the Bible says about prayer, how it's defined, what we are to ask for, what it accomplishes, and so on. Uh, so tonight, I just wanted to start with, with a, a brief devotional on prayer uh, that will serve as an outline for our time together this evening and for the next couple gatherings that we have together. Uh, but before we do that, we should probably take the time to pray again. So let's pray. Father, again, we're thankful for the opportunity we have to gather here this evening. We're thankful, God, that we can make our requests known to you, that we can communicate with you in prayer, and that we can be sure that you hear our prayers. And so we ask, God, that as we consider just a brief passage from your word, that you would give us ears to hear, that you would help us to be strengthened in our desire to pray, and that as we pray with and for one another, uh, that you would uh, even just allow us uh, to share uh, freely uh, what is burdening us so that we can take those things to you. We pray that you would be glorified in all of it, uh, and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. So if we're starting with a definition of prayer, I think probably the right thing to do is to ask, what is prayer? The Westminster Larger Catechism 178 asks that very question, stating in response, prayer is an offering up of our desires unto God in the name of Christ by the help of His Spirit with confession of our sins and thankful acknowledgement of His mercies. If we wanted a Baptist version of that, there's a Baptist catechism adopted by the Philadelphia Baptist Association in 1742 that states it this way, Prayer is an offering up of our desires to God for things agreeable to His will, in the name of Christ, with confession of our sins and thankful acknowledgement of His mercies. There's a couple things that are in common there that we are offering up our desires to God, that there is confession of sin, there is thankfulness. But for our time together, I would like uh, to use the four-point definition that comes from the New City Catechism question 38 that simply asks, again, what is prayer? To which it responds, prayer is pouring out our hearts to God in praise, petition, confession of sin, and thanksgiving. So prayer is pouring out our hearts to God in praise, petition, confession of sin, and thanksgiving. Over our next few gatherings, I'd like to use this not only as our definition, but our outline for our time together. So for tonight, I want to focus solely on the phrase, pouring out our hearts to God. This comes from Psalm chapter 62, 
verse 8. You have it listed on your note sheet in front of you. Psalm 62.8 says this, Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. This idea of pouring out our hearts to God, I think is something that we're used to doing in other areas of our life. But I wonder if we've ever considered prayer in those terms. Pouring out our hearts to God. I'm sure you have a, a friend to whom you, you often pour out your heart. In an extended quote, Charles Spurgeon explains Psalm 62.8 in this way. He says, Ye people, pour out your heart before Him. You to whom His love is revealed, reveal yourselves to Him. His heart is set on you. Lay bare your hearts to Him. Turn the vessel of your soul upside down in His secret presence. And let your inmost thoughts, desires, sorrows, and sins be poured out like water. Hide nothing from Him, for you can hide nothing. To the Lord, unburden your soul. Let Him be your only Father confessor, for He alone can absolve you when He has heard your confession. To keep your griefs to keep our griefs to ourselves is to hoard up wretchedness. The stream will swell and rage if you dam it up. Give it a clear course, and it leaps along and creates no alarm. Sympathy we need, and if we unload our hearts at Jesus' feet, we shall obtain a sympathy as practical as it is sincere, as conciliatory as it is ennobling. So simply put, in, in the words of W.S. Plummer, commenting on Psalm 62.8, he says, We pour, our, pour out our hearts before God when we tell Him all that is in our hearts, whether it be our burdens, our griefs, our shame and penitence, or our joy and gladness. Prayer is given to us by God to be the avenue by which we carry the joys and sorrows of our hearts to Him. Plummer continues, In distress, we sometimes resign ourselves to despondency or despair when we ought to pray in hope for an early deliverance. For God is a refuge for us. This is my desire in our prayer gathering. That prayer would be seen as the first reaction instead of our last resort. Psalm 66.19 assures us that God hears and answers our prayer. And so I think we should be faithful to pray. The overarching purpose of prayer is communication with our God and Father. And He desires that we pour out our hearts to Him. Prayer is meant to be seen as this communication with our God. And we've read in Psalm 62 that we are to pour our hearts out to Him. And what a glorious privilege it is to have the ear of the Creator of the universe. When we, are, when we see ourselves rightly, in desperate need of daily strength, we go willingly to the source of our strength. 
W.S. Plummer again says this, believers are led to rely more and more upon God the more they prove Him and experience His grace and the more they study and understand the covenant of His love with its exceeding great and precious promises. Though a true Christian may be worsted in battle, yet he always, in the end, comes off conqueror and more than a conqueror through Him who loved Him. That's what I want to give opportunity for in our time together every other Wednesday. I would love for this to to not only be a time of prayer, but a time of of tracking answers to prayer in our body so that we can can sing, great is Thy faithfulness. And we we can know as, as Plummer said, that the more God is tested, the more that we trust Him because He answers our prayers. If we pray for you this week, and God clearly answers by the next time we gather together, come back and share with us so that we can rejoice with you. And so I think in order for us to do this, I would like to follow a structure that, that allows us to hear prayer requests for one another, but then pray for them immediately. I don't know if you've ever experienced this situation. Brother or sister in Christ comes to you and says, hey, could you pray for me? And you say, oh yeah, absolutely, I would love to. And then three days later, you haven't prayed for them. I think one of the ways that we can avoid that is by praying right away. So that's what we're going to do. But I do hope as well that you will remember the prayer requests that are shared here on a Wednesday evening so that you can pray for them throughout our time apart. So what is this going to look like? I have a few words on logistics just so that we can all be on the same page. Every week, as we've already done, we will open with a song to orient our hearts to God. I don't, I don't see our time singing together simply as obligatory, but rather as fixing our eyes on the One to whom we pray. And just as we pray to the Father in the name of the Son, in the power of the Holy Spirit, we worship in that pattern. So we will start in worship through song to orient our hearts in that pattern. Secondly, as we are wrapping up now, there will be a short devotional that has as its goal informing our minds in some way that encourages us to pray. If prayer is communication to God, we must first hear from Him in His Word so that we can respond in prayer. These will be on the shorter time, most likely in the 15 to 20 minute range, so that we can leave ample time to pray. But but nonetheless, I see them as important. Brevity does not mean unimportant. It simply means that this is not primarily a time of teaching. Thirdly, we will pray. Each week, I expect for you to share your requests 
but we'll also plan to fill in any awkward silences that take place if and when that does indeed happen. So to that end, each gathering prior to, I will ask an elder, a deacon, and one of our missionaries how we can be praying for them. I think this will uh, help us to get to know our elders, our deacons, and our missionaries, and it will allow us to pray for them in an informed way. I also have a list of things that, that we should regularly be praying for anyway, and I plan to interject them uh, as awkward silence allows. So when someone shares a prayer request, I will give time for a volunteer. But if no one volunteers, know that I will start calling on people. Okay? The point of this gathering is not simply to share prayer requests. The point of this gathering is to pray. That said, when you pray, neither I nor God are expecting that you pray for minutes on end in perfectly polished Elizabethan English. God and your brothers and sisters in Christ around you want you to pour out your hearts to God. In whatever words you feel necessary, whether it be long or short. In fact, I, I might even encourage short prayers so that we can pray for more people. For reference, I'm thinking in like the 30 to 45 second range. You don't have to pray five minutes. And a word to anyone who may be overwhelmed by public prayer, you can decline if you feel necessary, but no one will think less of you for a short or tongue-tied prayer. But also think of the privilege it is to pray for a brother or sister in Christ. I would love for you to have that privilege. In fact, I would love to see some competition for who gets to pray. Uh, may that be the only competition that exists among us, but I would love to have to decline, oh, you know what, you can get the next one. That would be wonderful. Any questions before we move into a time of prayer? Well, that said, let me pray for our time of prayer. Father, again, we thank you that we can make our requests known to you. Give us boldness now to share our burdens and be glorified in our care and prayers for one another. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I will have microphones.